Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and of course, I'm joined once again by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course, the one and only Amato. Oh, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. It's a late night, boys. It's a late night. Yeah, it's definitely a late night. It's been a long day for us. Um, But you know what? I'm excited about our topic tonight. Um, Yep. It's a good lead-in for what's coming next week, to be honest with you. No doubt. Let's get get some of the business out of the way quickly. Um, On our podcast feed, you will see that we just launched two special bonus episodes that are about fantasy football. Totally different. If you were with us earlier in the year, we did a couple of these for the fantasy football league that we're in. If you don't like fantasy football, just ignore them. You won't. It will not hurt our feelings. But if you want a fun listen on and hear our uh, geek geekdom come out on uh, fantasy football, check those out. Also, we really would love for you guys to follow us and engage with us on Twitter. We have a Twitter page that we, you know, we're kind of active on it, but it's it's small. Small beginnings here. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod, and please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever it may be. So, Justin, you mentioned we have a awesome topic tonight. So, and if you scroll down to the main notes of this episode, it'll, it'll show you where um, we are talking about The Mandalorian tonight. That's right, yeah. Getting set up for Season 2, which premieres next week. That's uh, right. Yep, yep. Premieres October 30th. Yeah, man. On Disney Plus, exclusively. On, yeah, exclusively on Disney Plus. Yep. And uh, to get us in the mood here, uh, last week we did a nice little Star Wars ranking for uh, yep. the movies, the live-action movies. And uh, this week we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to do a little recap of Season 1 and kind of do a speculation slash preview of Season 2 yes. for Mandalorian. So basically, I'm excited. Basically, I really I'm going to just sit back and let you guys nerd out like <laughs> yeah. crazy is what's going to happen. But I'm excited about it too. So again, scroll down and if you want to skip ahead to that, scroll down to the, the, the notes section of this uh episode listing and you can see where the timestamp is for where we begin talking about uh mandalorian we're going to briefly talk about season two or excuse me excuse me season one and also get excited about season two boys it's so close i'm fired up Yep. yeah and i think it's important to say we're going to do episode breakdowns as well uh every each and every week um it's so nice to have some new content this is one of the shows that when we first talked about starting this podcast yep we're really excited about you know, reviewing every single week. So, uh, but if you're a normal listener, if you're regular, you know that we always like to talk about some news. So we got some actual, we got some cool things happening this week in the entertainment world. Uh, Shimato, I'm gonna I'm gonna tee you up first. Yeah. Um. So we there's actually some news that came out that um it's actually something that's been happening a lot with superhero stuff is the uh, the reintroduction of certain characters into franchises where you thought these people were kind of dead to the franchise. Um, so I'm speaking of Jared Leto will be reprising his role as the Joker in the Zack Snyder cut, which all right, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, which is gonna be crazy because I love Jared Leto, man. Yeah, I mean Jared Leto. I mean he's a, he's a pretty solid actor and a pretty solid singer actually as well. Um, Agreed. You know, so it'll be definitely interesting to see 
um, if he is able to kind of salvage what, or his performance from what most people saw in um, in you know the just in the Justice League movie. So because I feel a lot of people that is the like worst. It, most people believe that is the worst representation of the Joker that we have seen. Yeah, I definitely feel like you're saying well, the Justice League movie. No, in the Suicide Squad. That's right? what I thought because I was like, oh, yep, I was like, hold up, I watched that movie multiple times. Where in the <laughs> where in the world was the Joker? <laughs> I'm okay. sorry, I, I I mix that up because it's, he's going to be in the Justice League. Movie. Right, right. The re-editing yes. of the Snyder, Snyder cut, cut. yes, of movie. the Snyder yeah. cut. Yeah, it's gonna be good. But uh, so here's my thing with Jared Leto. Okay, I mean. Obviously, he doesn't come anywhere close to what Heath Ledger did, or even what Jack Nicholson did, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I can't. I I think he does can't even shine the shoes of Mark Hamill uh, and what Mark Hamill no. did with the Joker. Uh, so in that in that aspect, he is the worst one. However, Leto is a good enough actor. I mean, there's a lot of Jared Leto haters out there. I do feel like if you give him more time with the character, let him really develop the character a little bit more, and uh, just pull some things yeah. out of him, then I do think he could deliver a pretty good performance. However, I mean, the rendition of the Joker that we're getting, I'm not all 100% sold on that one, yep. um, but I'm willing to give Jared Leto another shot, even if it is going to be like a 10-minute scene in Justice League, yeah. Snyder Cut. Um, so we'll see how that turns out. Um, uh, fingers crossed for a good rendition. Uh, however, I'm, I'm not going to bank on so it. So how many active Jokers are there in the DC universe right now i mean are you talking about active portrayals that yeah have happened? yeah uh, yeah I mean, we got, I mean two i mean mm. yeah i mean what we have we have nick i mean nicholson was in the past no 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 oh, i'm no. talking about active right oh now. Active. active active yeah, yeah like oh, it's, wow it's two um then you got because you got jared leto phoenix and yeah walking and walking phoenix and jared leto right now that's true okay so um, two going on right now yep uh, DC is uh, notorious for like uh, multiverse uh, theories and stuff theories, like that. but they've yeah. never like connected things. Never yet. actually done it, but the Snyder Cut could potentially prove that, along with the the new Flash movie that eventually yep. will come out. Which I'm not more of a believe it until I see in it another timeline. It's going to come out. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, yeah, exactly. It's actually already released and has uh, scored big box office numbers in uh, the timeline that it's actually in. Oh wow, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. so. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to move into my news here now. Ooh, okay. and uh, Let's hear it. The new trailer from Disney Animation, uh, Walt Disney Animation, uh, Raya, The Last Dragon, just released. And I actually was pretty hyped on this, man. This, yeah. this movie looked really good. Um, when this uh, when they first announced they were doing this movie, I, I, I mean, anything with dragons, I kinda, I'm kind of i kind of a sucker for. Um, uh, I mean, I love... I love dragons pretty much in anything. Like Reign of Fire for me is like yeah. a really awesome movie. Uh, it, it is a per- it is a guilty pleasure for sure. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, I mean, not only does it have like Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey, but it has dragons on top of that. So, yep. uh, and obviously Game of Thrones and their dragon portrayals are always good. So I'm always looking for the next best dragon movie. Um, which this trailer didn't give you as that much in dragons, but it did talk about a lot of the. the dragon lore and something yep. something along the lines of dr- dragons being involved, but. Uh, uh, we'll see how that how that goes, but I'm I'm also a huge fan of what the Disney Animation Studio has done so far. As far as Moana, uh, Moana is such a good movie. Yeah, uh, from top to bottom, visually amazing movie. Um, Frozen, obviously, uh, I've 
probably seen Frozen and Frozen Two a million times because of my three year old daughter who is obsessed with. No, uh, you're that obsessed movie. with it. Don't lie. Uh, yeah. But I will be honest with you. Every time that she watches it, I mean, I find myself liking it more and more. To be honest with you, but uh, uh, but I'm ex- just excited to see what rendition or uh, what portrayal they can do in this next uh, uh, film of uh, the animated studio. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think um, you know anything they do in the animated realm. I mean, there is like a 99% success rate. They very rarely miss on movies. And to tell you the truth, even when they miss, they don't miss by much. You know, so, I mean, most of their, you know, second-tier movies that fall off are like, you know, a B instead of an A, you know. So uh, there isn't a whole lot of, like, really bad options when you're dealing with that kind of stuff. So I am definitely think there's a, a really good chance that it'll be really good. It looked interesting. Uh it definitely looks like they are trying to uh, leave you a little bit in the dark at the moment. Yeah, I can see that. But that's kind of how animated uh, trailers start out because, you know, they're not 100% ready to go, usually at the point when they re- release that first trailer. So we'll see where it goes in the world. But, I mean, it definitely looks intriguing. And you can definitely tell it's in the same vein as, like, Moana. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I thought th- I thought the trailer looked good. So I don't have much to say about it. I don't know anything about it. To be honest with you, but I'm excited. It's nice to get a new. It said March of 2021. 2021. Yeah. So that's a, that's around the time it we expect. W- well, it was supposed to come out in December of this yeah, year, 2020. Yeah. But obviously, COVID. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Thank nothing. you, yeah. COVID. Yep. Right. Okay. Uh, how about some more news for me? I uh, I got something interesting. I know this is going to just rock y'all's world. Are you guys familiar? Well, let me just say it like this. So Quibi, what? which it. What you say? What? Oh yeah, Quibi. You you don't know what Quibi is? What? Quibi, everyone's favorite, most popular streaming service. Um, it has announced that they're closing the doors, closing oh, shop. Oh yeah. Oh, you got to be kidding me, man. That's ridiculous. Justin, I know you're hurt. Yeah. Did either of you own the app? <laughs> Not at all. No. So you know. So Justin, even you, you never downloaded it. I never downloaded it. They were really? even, they were even offering a free three month trial. Is what they yeah. were oh, so so they had a like a paid subscription. Yeah, like it wasn't just a free. No, no, no. This okay. is this sucker was paid. Yep. So it, what yeah. was on it? Uh, it had a lot of. Uh, okay, so the whole basis, the whole premise of Quibi was like quick, quick takes. So you would have a TV show that every episode was ten minutes long. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Ten minutes okay. long of an episode. It was uh, mobile based, so you can literally only watch it on your phone. So a lot of people were griping, like, "Well, why can't I cast it to the TV? Why can't I like project it? You know, like get it." On something other than yep. the six inches, eight inches of phone that you have. Uh, and so, yeah, so it was mobile-based and 10-minute clips. So uh, they had a, some interesting shows on there. Um, they, their big draw was, like, uh, like big names. Like, um, like for example, like one of their reality shows that they have on there was, like, Chrissy Teigen. Uh, she had her uh, – she was a judge, and, she, like, she oversaw uh, actual court cases and, yeah. like, made verdicts what? on them. It just it just never hit uh, yeah. like it was supposed to. Obviously, since they seems uh, really random. Since yeah, since after six months they're closing down. It's only yeah. been active for six six months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The most surprising part to me about them closing their doors now mm. is that they open the doors. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, to tell, to, I mean, and that's a joke, but I mean, I mean, I mean that a hundred percent is like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, and it def- it seemed kind of like what they were trying to do was yeah, pulling those big celebrities, um, and it almost felt like you know. 
it's set up to where it'd be like those celebrities were set up to be these little short little bursts of things almost like uh when a when a big name actor signs on to be on a like limited run series yeah you know where they're just kind of there for to explore this space for a little while and they're not going to be around for very long yeah like they had some show like liam hensworth starred in a show on there and uh it was kind of like um uh, like the most dangerous game. Uh, yeah. Whereas like a humans hunting humans type of deal for sport. Oh yeah. Uh, and then they also had Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones on there as well as uh, she was starred in a show involving a plane crash and oh, yeah. uh, some uh, like timeline uh, differential there. So it's lost. Uh, or it's some, a something like that. It's, I think it's more like manifest. To be honest really? with you. Um, <laughs> But uh, Bill Hader had a show on there. Yeah. Like it was, oh, yeah. Okay. So like they I love really, Bill Hader. yeah, I know. I do too. Bill Hader just needs to uh, focus on Barry because I want season three of Barry to come out. <laughs> if you guys have not seen it, that show is hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Agreed. So what's what's crazy about Quibi is like, so it's it was only it was only around for six months, and the, the thing I'm learning about all these streaming services is you have to launch with a lot of content. You have to launch with a lot of content that people are excited about. Yeah. yeah. Disney Plus. Tons of stuff. Yeah, their library is obviously HBO Max. Yeah, tons of Ton, stuff. Apple, ton of stuff. I don't have. I don't really use Apple TV, but they have a lot of stuff too, right? Slash maybe they, they do. Um, I have Apple TV, and they have uh, a lot of like they have a lot of like big name movies and actors. And Certainly stuff better than Quibi. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, so yeah, they got some good stuff going on as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, crazy. I think one of the biggest issues with it was those other ones that you all named. They started. They have a huge, like, they had a great foundation to start with. Right. You know, Disney has, I mean, they're Disney. They're backed by Disney. <laughs> they decades, literally have you know, decades everything. and decades. Yeah. Yeah. And all, all that kind of stuff there. You know, um, even HBO. HBO has been streaming for years now, even though they just opened this up a little bit more. But they've been streaming stuff for forever. I mean, it's obvi- um, and it's attached yeah. to the Warner Brothers uh, yeah. uh, as well and yeah. we all know how deep the Warner Brothers go yeah. for yeah. sure. Right. Um yeah, they're Cartoon literally Network the, the, and all they're, sorts of things. Uh, oh, they're exactly. literally yeah. the last uh they're really like the last studio that's standing up to you know, like the Disney kind of world in a lot of ways. I would definitely say it's uh, like one-on-one Disney yep. versus uh, Warner Brothers at this yep. point. Yeah, and then of course Apple TV. Apple TV has the entire power of Apple behind them. So you know, like all those had these huge like corporations who had deep pockets, have great already have great marketing schemes that they can throw out there and attach to other things. And you know, Quibi's trying to play with the big boys, and sometimes uh, you know you can't you can't play at that level. Sometimes you're reminded that you're not a big boy. Yeah. Quibi was not a big boy, just like it was not designed to watch on big boy TVs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, you're right. Absolutely. We're we're kind of of making fun of Quibi here. To be fair, none of us gave it a shot, so maybe we're not the best people to talk about it, but clearly it was not successful. So, RIP to Quibi. Yeah. Anything that, um, you know, there's just too many apps and services out there, you know, because now you got Amazon too, you know, there's just a ton of stuff, man. So if there's one less thing to worry about, great. Because I remember, I don't remember the name of the show or the movie or whatever it was. It looked like some sort of spy thriller and I saw a a trailer for it and I was like, oh, this looks really good. It had, um, I think it had Kiefer Sutherland in it. Oh yeah? And and then it said it was on Quibi and I was like, what the heck is Quibi? You know, (laughs) I have (laughs) never heard of this thing. Yeah. So hopefully that show doesn't go to die or whatever. No, I'm but, hoping like maybe Netflix would pick up some of these shows because yeah, I feel yeah. like some of them had a little bit of promise. So maybe Netflix picked them up. Mm, probably not, but yeah, 
we'll see. Short-lived. 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 Yeah. Okay, let's move on to something else that is not going to get canceled right after starting. It's already been renewed for season three. Yeah. Yeah, they, they begin filming in the spring, I think. No, I, sooner, actually. Oh, really? I believe it's uh, February. So, okay. Yeah. Oh. So, of course, we are talking about The Mandalorian, yep. which was one of the main launch titles for Disney+. Plus. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so... And I, I mean, I remember getting Disney Plus, getting so excited about yeah. watching Mandalorian. Anyways, here's what we're going to do. We've been talking Star Wars a lot the last few weeks. Um, we have all seen, all three of us have seen season one of The Mandalorian. We hope that you have. If you haven't, um, pause this podcast. Go binge it on Disney uh, Disney Plus. It's actually an easy binge. It's not going to yeah, take long. Yeah. It's eight episodes, and none of them, right, are over an hour. None what's, of them. What's the season finale? Was it forty eight minutes of the season? Forty eight yep, yeah. minutes. Okay, but so the, uh, most of the episodes range in uh, the thirty two minute mark to the thirty eight, which minute I do mark. have a gripe yep. with. Yeah, because yeah. that includes the five minutes of artwork credits at the end. At the yeah, end. It does. It's yes. not really five and minutes, the, but and the recap and the yeah in uh, the opening. Yeah, so you get gypped a little bit, but it, it's amazing content. So here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk. Obviously, a ton of spoilers here. Again, so pause it, go watch it, and then come back. We're gonna talk season one. We're not gonna do a full review. We're not gonna do a. We're gonna call it a recap because we're gonna just talk about the things that we loved and really what season one meant to us. Then we are gonna do a season two preview. We're gonna have a lot. It's mostly a. We're gonna call it a preview, but it's really a lot of speculation. Um, this is the part where Justin and Anthony are going to flex their nerd muscles, their geek muscles, okay? Um, so, boys, let's talk Mandalorian, the Mandalorian. Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay, so one of the main things I really liked about it was kind of like the mystery of it all. Like, yep. uh, like who's this main character? Who's Mando? Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, it didn't get revealed until the very last episode on, like, his actual name. Right. Uh, yeah. And so... <laughs> It's it, it, throughout the whole entire thing, we're learning a little bit more and more about Mando, but it wasn't a focus of the episodes. The focus of the episodes was um, essentially like the introduction of, I guess, what we're calling him Baby Yoda, but that's yeah. obviously he's not Baby Yoda. But no. uh, maybe mm-hmm. in speculations, we can get into what we think is going to happen there. Um, talking but, about Baby Yoda? Yeah, of, of course, Baby Yoda. Um, so the introduction of him in episode one, and then he kind of is the focal point of how the rest of the season plays out. Yeah. Um, and it's not really the focus on who is the Mandalorian. Like That's never really the focus at all. But yet, uh, me as a viewer, I'm sitting back here and I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Like, like yeah. what's going on? Like, I want to know more about him. So that mystery kind of like hooks you um, from episode one and it, it carries you carries you through. Um, and then obviously it being based in the Star Wars universe, like it's familiar to us, like the whole Star Wars universe is familiar. They're talking about the Empire, the ex-Empire. Yeah. Um, they're talking about bounty hunters and yeah. we know that from Boba Fett and, um, where he came from, Signets and we know, uh, Boba Fett and, uh, his Signet is very familiar yeah. to us as yes. well. And then I'll wrap up on here is like, as far as, uh, like just overall take is like the bond that, uh, that Mando forms with, uh, Baby Yoda yeah. and, uh, kind of. Uh, we see as uncharacteristic for him as be, uh, because of his reputation, but uh, he does form this bond. And I, as as a viewer, I'm like I'm all about it. I'm like, okay, yeah, uh, you're taking this uh, this new baby Yoda on, and you're gonna raise him as a as, yeah as your foundling. Uh, yeah. So 
Uh, those are like the really the three main things that like really pop for me that like really made this yeah. season um, great. So I'd love to hear your take on it, Amato. Yeah, um, I mean, I think uh, I mean it was fantastic. I think the way that his his uh, his presence was very was very large, even when he was not speaking. He wasn't a it was almost uh, one of those situations where um, anytime he was in a room, even though he wasn't talking a whole lot, you always – because he wasn't talking a whole lot, his words had more weight. Um, and uh, and so – and every action that he did had more weight. Um, it, it made everything seem more deliberate, and it, it was pulling you in. You know, there's there, there's – you know this idea of if somebody's you know talking softly, you get drawn in, and that's almost how it was um, with him in the sense of because he was saying so little, you were you, you were drawn more in. You wanted to know more about this character and about who he was, and you know how he was how he was doing everything that that was going on. So that was fantastic with this. It was almost as if. Um, in some ways, it was almost like his character was playing a little bit hard to get to get to know him in the sense of like it wasn't like a lot of shows will be like will go out of their way to show you what a character is. Whereas in this, he was just being who he was and you were in like as you were slowly getting unraveling who he was as it was going through instead of him being forced into these sometimes moments where it was like, Oh, this is, or him blatantly saying, this is who I am. This is how I do things. You know? Yeah. Oh, I agree with that a hundred percent. Uh, T-Roll, what were your takeaways from uh, season one? I mean, there's, there's a lot to say. I think again, I overall, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think, let's see. I remember, and I haven't watched, I will admit, I tr- I attempted, just full transparency here, I attempted to binge it again through season one with my wife. We had some family things come up this week that prevented me from completing that, but I remember really loving the finale, and I remember Taika Waititi did the, uh, directed the finale, and yes. that's one of the reasons I loved uh, chapter eight. Um, but I really, I think I, I really enjoyed like the flow of the, um, the storyline, you know, uh, the first, I think three, maybe three episodes were all about baby Yoda and that journey. And then the middle two or three were kind of like, they kind of, they kind of, uh, of course it pushed the story along a little bit, but it kind of felt like, you know, side missions. Like if you're playing a video game, you know what I'm saying? Like that one, definitely had that one where the Mandalorian turned into like a horror a um uh, a villain in a horror movie, and he was killing off all those people in that prison. <laughs> yes, like oh that, yeah, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, 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 I would point out, like honestly, I feel like that was one of the better episodes of the season. Oh, I, I uh, love that. Yeah. yeah, it was good for being a side mission. Yeah, it was one of the. It was dude, if not looked, number one of the season. <laughs> yeah, uh, the lights are going out. He's like getting yeah, closer. closer. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's so great. So, um, I think what I really appreciate about season one is more. More so than what I saw on screen is actually the effect it had on, like, the Star Wars community. So here's something you guys know about me. I'm really – I won't say critical. I get really annoyed – just going to throw this out there, and I'm going to – this will probably hurt somebody's feelings. I get really annoyed by the Star Wars nerds in the the whole Star Wars community because they're just so overly sensitive and – Hard to please, unrealistic expectations, everything. 
And there's always like this huge divide on opinions when it comes to Star Wars content. But it seems like the Mandalorian has really bridged a lot of, at least now. Maybe that'll change right. season two. It's united everyone. It's united. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah it really united. has. Everyone's like excited about it. You know, is there a single Star Wars person you know who didn't enjoy season one and who isn't looking forward to season two? I mean, honestly, I can't think yeah. of a single yeah, person no. who is disliked. There's probably some person out there but who feels that way but we don't know him yeah so i think for me it's more of like what it did for the the community and and the general excitement moving forward now so especially like you know the fact that we're in a pandemic still and uh can't seem to get out of it it's nice to have like some brand new exciting content you know yeah when all the movie theaters are closed oh yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and so uh uh like i mentioned before the i think the best episode was the prisoner episode yeah and uh um, just so everything. That, I mean, the thing that I loved most about that episode was the the small little cameos. Like, I mean, Bill yep. Burr was in the episode, and he's yeah. he's known for being a, more of a a comedian, obviously. Um, yeah. and um, it's very comedy centric. But he actually he had a light humor in here, but he played more of like a, a tough guy, uh, like hot shot type of deal yep. with his. Uh, uh, marksmanship and shooting yeah, and stuff like that, but yeah. then uh, I believe Clancy Brown was the um, was the big uh, the big the red dude, yeah. the big uh, Korg or Kirk or whatever his name was. Yeah, not I think. Cork, Blurg, no. I believe. Blur- oh, Blurg. No, 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 not Blurg. Blurgs are the no, it's K. It's, yeah, Blurgs are the little the animals. Creatures. Yeah, those little freaky Berg. looking Berg. Berg. There, you go. there are too many words in this yeah. show yeah. that sound the same. Yeah, yeah. and um, then uh, the the chick is uh, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones, and she also was Nymphadora Tonks on in the Harry Potter universe. There you go. Uh, so a lot of little cameos going on here, man. Yeah. Like it, uh, th- that kind of thing is what I'm looking forward to even more in season two because yeah. I feel like every episode has a chance. Because like if you're an actor out there to get a shot of being in a Star Wars property, yeah. like would you not jump on it? Would you not yeah. take it? I like, mean, just just think about like Daniel Craig, who is one of the one of the biggest has one of the biggest roles in all of Hollywood as 007, and he was like. Let me be a random stormtrooper in The Force Awakens. You know? <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 that, that 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 just shows you that illustrates well, and he's how British. much. Yeah. So he, he it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah, and so like uh, yeah, and um, just the overall like structure of the season, like you were like you were saying, like the first I, I had the exact same feel about those first three episodes, and that was about like him, him and Baby Yoda building that relationship, and then um, I kind of saw four and five were his attempt to run away from the world right. that he had Try that he had been a part of so far possible. and then prisoner is him seeing how much he has changed that is what that episode is about is how much he has changed and how much baby yoda has changed his perception of the world and the way he interacts with the world hmm. you know and then 7 and 8 is all is about him Coming back and facing the issues that he had on uh, I- I- that he had before, yeah. And uh, I mean, you you meant you summed it up greatly, I, th- I believe. And uh, the I feel like the next best episode for me personally is the season finale, yeah, because I really feel like that sets the stakes of it all, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that like obviously Mando, he's 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 going on this journey. He gets involved with Baby Yoda, and. Uh, because of that involvement, it leads to these high stakes because we have the introduction of the the main overall villain, which is Moff Gideon, 
Yeah. And, uh, Who is great, by the way. Yeah, fantastic. Ooh, yeah. Giancarlo Esposito, Esposito is... Gravitas. Yes. Like, by far, I mean, he's one of the best TV villains I've I've ever seen, to be yeah. honest with you. He's got a lot of great roles Which is uh, Which television. is hard, because, like, Werner Herzog's role, too, was, like... Oh, yeah. Like, he was... Like it just like he his had a voice alone yeah. is just yeah. like that voice, man. Perfect yeah. for the. I remember the original trailer when they launched it, and you heard his voice. And you're just like, you're just sucked right in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But then uh, Moff Gideon comes on a scene and just wrecks his world, and yeah. now he takes over as the big bad. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, Moff Gideon, and then. Uh, Obviously, he's defeated in the final episode. Spoiler alerts there. Um, we already mentioned that. Yeah. Um, but then he comes busting out of his uh, crash ship at the end credit part so with the uh, dark saber. Yes. Uh, which uh, gets fans a little bit uh, yeah. juiced up here. I got um, Twitter really excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I, we are all led to believe that Moff Gideon is still going to play a, a major role coming up here in season two. Whether it's going to be a uh, cat and mouse game with Moff Gideon trying to track track down Mando, uh, or Mando's trying to do his, th- we'll get to that yeah. point. We'll get there. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Moff Gideon. The fact that we're going to get more Giancarlo Esposito in the Star Wars universe is incredible, and I'm completely looking forward to that. A hundred percent. So, yeah. Uh, great actor there. That's a good word. Well, yeah. well, let's do this. We talked season one. Let's talk. Let's do some speculation for season two. Let's talk about. I mean, we can't. I mean, yeah, it's a preview. You know, we can't see the future. But yeah. what are some things you guys are expecting? What are some things you guys are wanting to see happen? Excited about? Let's let's uh, chop it up. So yeah, like I mentioned before, uh, cameos. I feel like is going to be a big yeah. thing. I feel like every episode is going to be uh, an opportunity for a good cameo. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some confirmed characters. Um, uh, these these may give way to like potential storylines, but these characters are confirmed. Yeah, and uh, uh, Mono, go ahead and hit us with some of the ones. You I mean, the biggest one for me. Uh, I mean, Ahsoka Tano. Like, yes, that is that is the pinnacle of what they could have brought into this. It really is. Uh, she she is a character who uh, was originally introduced in the at least into the um, like live universe of. Um, like TV in Clone Wars, yep. Um, and she is uh, she's just such a she's a very interesting character. She's um, completely different. She was the um, Padawan of uh, of Anakin Skywalker, um, who of course we know became uh, Darth Vader, of course. Um, and she one of the main reasons why she wasn't drawn into the um, she she wasn't killed off with Order sixty six is because she left the Jedi Order to kind of follow her own path. Um, that's right. So that's going to be very interesting to see where she is in that and Star Wars Rebels, um, which is actually I believe an underrated show in my mind. I, like I, I, I really enjoyed it and actually has a lot of connection to the Dark Saber. Um, very much. Yeah. Um, it, with that whole setup and that, um, and she, you know, in that one, you know, it's a little bit of spoilers here. She ends up fighting actually Darth Vader. Um, she gets to you know have a match, a lightsaber battle with. Darth Vader in it, and it'll be interesting to see where she, um, you know, is she she going to be, is she going to be almost like Obi-Wan was in New Hope, like in the sense of like this almost, um, you know, like they're not really 100% in maybe either battle shape or necessarily like ready for a fight when they are being, when they are being introduced, maybe she'll slowly work herself back into it. Um, 
So that'll be very interesting to see so how that plays out. She's uh, introduced in Clone Wars in the, in the series, and that's obviously the timeline is around the Attack of the Clones, Clone Wars yes. time. And uh, so she's, what is she about? What did you say she's about, maybe 15, 16? Um, I, in her teens, about that. In her teens, she's, right? Maybe may when she's first uh, introduced, she might be a little bit younger than that. Yeah. But, um, you know, she's probably by the end of the series, probably in her, like, maybe. Like maybe about sixteen, seventeen. Okay, yeah. Um, so, so, so then obviously there's there's that time frame, and so Mandalorian is supposed to take place after Episode Six, um, yes. a couple years after. I think it's is it six years after? I believe uh, that sounds about right. So the age that she would be during this would be the I feel like the appropriate age that the actress Rosario Dawson, which yep. shout out man, she is a phenomenal actress. Yeah, uh, she's probably one of those actresses who like can pretty much do no wrong, no matter what she's in. I mean, yeah. she's done a lot of great roles, a lot, a lot of great roles, yeah. and she's she's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So I feel like the, the age line lines up. I feel like yeah. For yeah. I, that I think she'll actress. work well with that. And I just like I don't know. She seems to, and maybe it won't work out well. Maybe it will. She seems to fit that like nerdiness. A little bit that of She's like got the Star just, Wars idea, just the right amount, just of nerd enough of that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. just just a little bit of that to where well, I feel like she can embrace that role. Um, and understand like what that role actually means. She, so she's forty one, um, is what it's saying here on Google. So yeah. is that is that kind of what you have I, in mind? I, I yeah, feel, yeah, I feel like that yeah. would be uh, about accurate. Like yeah. I know at one point, me and my roommate did the math, and Sogatan should be around forty ish. Yeah, uh, depending there there is some a little bit of time yeah. jumping type stuff that does happen um with her storyline in rebels that kind of throws off some of that but i mean 40 ish would make about sense yeah. but uh the fact that we're talking about her and she's being being in there like we need to get a lightsaber battle yes um we need to get a lightsaber versus dark saber um yes. or even like a like a team up obviously mando well mando first starting off fighting a lightsaber and then coming out on top like how much how cool would that be hmm. with Mando asserting his dominance as being a freaking BA dude it, like isn't the uh, the Beskar armor supposed to uh, isn't it supposed to be it's supposed to be top notch yeah it, yeah i thought i thought i heard something on another podcast maybe this would have been like over like a year ago now but like it's supposed to be able to um fight off like lightsabers i don't know if that's totally i get like the vibranium feel with like Beskar, <laughs> Beskar you know what i'm yeah. saying i really yeah. do I mean, we'll find out, I guess, right? Yeah, we'll see. So that's a uh, that's one character confirmed. As, yeah, um, that's, in that. that's gonna be a good one, man. Um, so they're saying that it's confirmed that Boba Fett, yeah, dude, is gonna be making a return, <laughs> which would, um, I guess, would retcon some of the theories that uh, Boba Fett survived the sand pit and yeah. uh, what has he been doing this whole time, and is he the one? Is he the one who scoops up um, uh, Ming Na Wen? Yes, Ming Na Wen. And, uh, dude, I will lose it if yeah. I get both of them. <laughs> if I get Boba Fett and Ming Na Wen, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Okay, that would be crazy. A three-on-three battle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have the Mandalorian against Boba Fett. You're gonna have um, Gina Carano's character against Ming Na Wen. Yeah, Cara Dune. Cara Dune, and then you're gonna have. Sogitano and Moff Gideon. Dude. Whoa. A three on three battle. Like it just think like about a, like, sounds like, like a WWE match. Yeah. <laughs> and like awesome. if you I mean 
the the evenness of that. You know, you got your Mandalorian, yeah. Mandalorian, your lightsaber against lightsaber, and then what's most likely going to be a a very an interesting like hand to hand combat because like Carano is a very you know she's a she's a big woman. Yes, she and it'll is. be interesting to see her against Ming Na Wen, who is a very accomplished uh, martial artist in most of her roles. So that'll be interesting to see. That'll be a very interesting battle. To Do you guys see. remember Ming Na Wen's character name from season one? She was only in that one episode, right? Or she was the... Uh, yeah, she was, was only episode, in one episode. Yeah. One episode, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's uh, escaping me right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's Even though I just watched it literally earlier, <laughs> yeah. like two like, days ago. Two I days watched ago. That was not long ago. Yeah. No, it's okay. So, because the, the thing about that is... The, 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 Fennec Shan. Yeah, there it is. Fennec. Yeah. Yes. So, the, the, the classic rule when you're watching TV series like these, and I guess movies as well... If you don't see them die on screen, you need to, like, truly die. Now, she was about to die. Yeah. But if you don't see them fully die on screen, you need to be, you need to be, yeah. you know, they they might not have actually died. Yeah. Right, and, exactly. And they would not have shown that last part uh, of that episode of her laying there and the boots come and taking a kneel down. Yeah. They would not have shown that if they're not going to bring her back. No. So, so you, don't, don't think that, you don't think that could have been Moff Gideon or you don't think that could have been someone else? No. 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 I don't. Th- right. I don't think it was Moff Gideon. I can tell you that. Uh, All right. I, I mean, trust me, dude. If it's yeah. if they, so here's the thing. Like, they know that Boba Fett is. They were on Tatooine, which yes. was yes. where Boba Fett was when yes. he yep. got eaten by the sand. Uh, Everything pit. happened so, in Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. So, uh-huh. so, so yeah, go on. Like the Star Wars, the people that run mm-hmm. Star Wars, whoever's in charge, John Favreau, for example, right? He's got to know. Like Boba Fett's one of those characters that. People are still upset that he was so underutilized. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now they have a chance to Utilize bring him. him yeah. Right. They have a they have a really convenient way to retcon this, right? So, I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I love that. I love that speculation. I hope that happens. What do you What do you guys feel about like? Obviously, this is the Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian, as we know, um, is a is a creed. It's not necessarily like one individual yeah. person. It's like a culture. Yeah. How would you feel about um, the the season? Right. Uh, if it shows the dual paths of we have the main character that we know as the Mando, yeah. right, uh, which is like what Din Jara, right, um, yeah. whatever his name is, right, yeah, I believe that's so. Um, anyway, they have him and his path, and then it picks up with Boba Fett and his path, and it shows them on two different sides, and then by the time the closer you get to the middle of the season, they start to come together, and then by the end of the season, their paths are side by side, and we get to see the full interaction with them that because. W- it is the Mandalorian. It's not necessarily like Mando, which is yeah. which is Din, Din or Jin or whatever, uh, and then Boba. So uh, I feel like there's a there can be a good contrast there yeah. as far as uh, what that really means. Yeah, or maybe if they just gave him an episode where like maybe somehow he mirrors the pa- the path that. Um, that the Mandalorian has been taking, which in some I way. am, which I am fine with doing yeah. like a solo episode alone, uh, showing uh, Boba Fett and his path, and then at the very end of the episode, um, they come to like a con, con, uh, a, a meeting point, yeah, uh, where he and Mando like meet, and, and yeah. there it is. Which I'd be perfectly fine if it's revealed that uh, um, Mando was actually like saved by Boba Fett before he w- went off on his own. Uh, yeah, and while he was still a part of the yeah, that would be uh, crazy. yeah, that would be pretty awesome. And, yeah, but uh, but yeah, well, so we'll see where that goes with Boba Fett in there. And 
Um, it, it it was confirmed that the actor who uh, plays Jango Fett in yes. um, the Attack of the Clones is is going to be in the series. Yeah, uh, really, that'll be awesome. Yeah, so I mean, wait, but wh- I'm, with time, I'm confused. So okay, so obviously, Jango Fett's character, he's a the the main uh, person who started the Clone War. Like he, all the stormtroopers are based off of right. Uh, clone troopers, cl- yeah, they're all based off of Django <laughs> Fett's character, but right. Django wanted his uh, a son for himself or himself, or yeah. I guess I should say. So Boba, who starts off as a child, rather mm-hmm. than they grow him, incubate him to an adult. Yeah. So Boba is just a, a child version at first of Django, so it's essentially the same person. Okay. So that person grows uh, up to become Boba. Yeah, so, so okay, therefore, okay, that actor okay. is yeah. Boba Fett. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So it would make sense da, 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 because <laughs> it was but. a lo- it was a long way around to describe that to you, but. You got it was helpful. It was helpful. Yeah, yeah. help me. Got to help T roll out. Yeah, I was here. trying to dumb it down to what a, how I'd explain to a first grader, and, yes. uh, and that's that is how I know that's perfect. For me. I can get it to you. Yeah, yes. but I mean, it, ma- it makes all the sense in the world for me to play so by the much. same character because he was literally a clone yeah. of his father. That's convenient. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, move, moving forward, some rumored characters that are uh, speculated to be in this uh, next season: um, uh, Captain Rex from the Clone War series, Ooh, uh, yeah. older version of him, because we don't really see his fate. Um, in the Clone Wars yeah. series, so uh, I'd be really interested to see uh, Rex uh, portrayed. Yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Um, they also uh, rumored was uh, have an older version of Ezra in there, which oh, yeah. uh, I don't know how I feel about that one, but um, it'd be interesting to see how he ties in. Um, yeah, considering like Rebels and um, the, the current timeline that we are in yeah. with Mandalorian. I mean, I mean. I don't know how I feel about Ezra. I would love to see Captain Rex. Oh, absolutely. Um, that would yeah. be that would be awesome. I would love to have just seen a a, a movie about or, or or a TV series just about the main clones who refuse to uh, to partake in Order sixty six. Like that would be uh, an epic hmm. TV show or movie, in my opinion, because uh, it, it would really show like. The choice that they made and the difficulties that they would have to go through because, you know, not only are you defying like your the the chip that is inside you, but you're defying all your training and you know the leader like I mean the the higher end leadership like where does your your loyalties lie with like your overall government or with the people who have been leading you into battle for like ever because you know you know Anakin and Obi Wan had you know great relationships with their with with the clones that they fought with they weren't just clones to them they were they were they were soldiers who were going out there and you know risking their lives alongside them right yeah yeah so i mean that'd be great to see um yeah. and then uh, another uh clone wars uh alumni i would say yeah uh clone wars and rebels um so uh katie sackoff she plays uh the voice actor for bo katan in uh, Clone Wars and in Rebels, uh, yeah. she has been confirmed to play the live action version of Bo Katan as well. Yeah, so that would be also awesome to see because she is also a Mandalorian as yeah. well. So we'll get to see uh, a different, I mean, a different version of her from the as far as the animated version to the live action version. And plus, Katie Sackhoff is like uh, geekdom, nerddom, ro- oh, yeah. royalty. She, yeah, she's a she's a nerd royalty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean. 
her her role in Battlestar Galactica yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah, she definitely wins over the the geek side yeah. easily. Oh, yeah, for sure, for easily sure. on like that. Like up one. there with like so. Summer Glau and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, she's right up there with them. Yeah, absolutely. So um so yeah, those are some of the ones that are uh, are rumored. Um, I do want to do briefly talk about where I think uh, the whole Baby Yoda thing is going to go. Yeah. Um, is, is there any other before you get to Baby Yoda? Is there any other? Uh, we, we should. Is there any other appearances you think we're going to see? Um, I don't know, man. This, I think Obi Wan maybe. Yeah. C- the big one I was going to wonder about is like Obi Wan. I, th- um, I think flashback scenes. Okay. I think you flashback. Think yeah, because they, okay. they, I think they want to do like a backdoor pilot for the Obi Wan series. Oh yeah, that they're going to do on Disney Plus. Interesting. Okay. So maybe like for example, um, uh, Ahsoka. I mean, maybe she has an episode where they do a flashback and she's interacting with Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, because there were okay. some set footage leaked where Ewan McGregor was on the Mandalorian set in uniform in clo- yep. in costume. I don't know where. How what that is or what, what you can take from that? Obviously, it could be nothing at all. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like there could be some flashback scenes. Uh, yeah. with Tano. So. I was going to ask what y'all thought about like if we might see Luke at some point. That would be awesome, right? Because it's uh, after it's it's after uh, episode, episode six, six. So he has yeah. that that thirty year span before we see him again in the live right. action. As far as the yeah. episode seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be interested to see that. Um, I really would. Um, I. Don't think that's going to be the case because I feel like Mark Hamill, no. Mark Hamill will be a pretty big poll. Uh, but although he loves Star Wars and he loves yeah. uh, play Luke, so, yeah. Yeah. so uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I mean, count it out. That would be crazy. That, that'd be a great like series finale type of thing with like the final handoff is literally yeah. to him giving him like to Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be interesting to see. I mean, heck, we could even probably get a Darth Vader cameo to be honest with you. Uh, because you can literally pay anybody to be in a costume, uh, yeah. a Darth Vader costume, and then just pay Jer- or, uh, James Earl Jones like what, uh, like a million dollars a voice for twenty minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. come on, good, good payday right there. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. All right. So for sure. we'll you, see. You want to talk Baby Yoda? I, I want to talk about speculation on where the the Baby Yoda story could go, or what he yeah. what he is, or what the the linea- like what, how he fits into this universe, or what he so. Do you have a do you have a take on this motto or put any thought into this? I mean, I'm not really sure. Like, I mean, they they opened up the idea of like, I mean, where it's a very odd feel that they have right now for the Jedi. Um, There's a there's this blind spot that people seem to have with the Jedi, almost to where when they aren't around, they don't exist. Which is a very interesting way for a group that was so integral yeah. to everything that was happening, and like you, you know, the Mandalorian was almost completely unaware of what a Jedi was. Yeah, th- I I never understand like, that. Like that was, I mean, they were one of their biggest, you know, enemies. Yeah, at one right. point, and it's like, oh, you know, you don't even know who these people are. So it's it's very interesting to see. It's gonna be very interesting to see where it goes. Um, I'm I'm really not sure exactly so as, where Baby Yoda is gonna so go. So as far as the 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 Yoda species, which I, we do not have a confirmed name for the species. Yeah. Um, that is a uh, that's a given there. Um, as far as the we have Yoda. Um, 
He obviously we all know and love Yoda. Yeah. But then uh, the only other confirmed one besides Baby Yoda is Yaddle. Um, that she's in the prequel prequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, doesn't have a lot of screen time or anything, but we just uh, Star Wars fans we know we have Yoda and Yaddle. Yep. Okay. So those those are the two species we know of, right? So yep. is this? We know that the Mandalorian's journey here is to either uh, raise this foundling uh, until he comes of age and can be sworn into the creed to be another yep. bounty hunter, or he has to return the baby Yoda to the species, which at the end of the season one, it looks like he's going to go and try to find the species um, and, and return return him. Or option three. Which is? The Jedi. Yeah. The Just Jedi. as a group oh, yeah. in themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, give him back to Very much Jedi. so how he is, you know... Very much so how being a Mandalorian is a creed. The Jedi. Yeah, the Jedi yeah. could be seen as the creed that he needs to be. belongs to. Yes. Right. For sure. So either way, he's on a, he's on a, a mission to search for and find find Baby Yoda home. So, yes. Okay, so I put a little thought on this, and I'm not 100% sure if this is going to pan out or anything. I don't even know if it's worth talking about, but I think... Baby Yoda is somehow connected to like a reincarnation through the force yeah. of of Yoda. Uh, even though I don't know if the timeline matches up, because they said that the Baby Yoda was fifty years old. Fifty years old. Uh, if is that mm. how is Doesn't... that accurate? Is that like dog years? Like what? He... Oh my gosh! <laughs> because uh, if it's six years after Return of the Jedi, which yeah, which, Yoda, Yoda which dies means... in in the beginning. So, yeah, so there's no yeah, that would not work it would, timeline it would, wise. It would not work timeline wise. Uh or Yoda has been in like Empire Strikes Back. Yoda had been like kind of siphoning his force out and yep. maybe like establishing a another entity through the force and it turns out to be like baby Yoda. You now. mean even it would have to be even before that. Yeah, even even before. Well, okay, fine. Even before that, but maybe the final process of him getting all that yeah. out is in uh, episode five. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it could be something like that where, like, you know, he was giving away, like, uh, uh, he had been giving essence to something else, like his force, you know, was being transferred mm-hmm. into a younger form. We, I mean, we have no idea what that. None, and you know what? We may not even get an answer to that at all because. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, they could just leave this as like the, one of the biggest mysteries, and to hook people in to keep us watching through season three, which is already confirmed before season two even launches. Yep. Yeah. So is it which is, is a sign of stability? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, they got a good thing going, and yeah. they're not about to. Amen. I mean, especially with Disney announcing that they're going to put um, their full backing into the streaming service because of the way the movie industry has been hit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we may not get an answer and we're just like grasping at straws here, but I mean, definitely baby Yoda has been a huge talking point, uh, in the fandom. And, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't think they can really do anything with baby Yoda in the immediate future unless they really like fast forward the timeline. Cause I mean, which I can't see them doing, which like, is based on like just the Mando and where he's at and his yeah. uh, his journey. I mean, yeah, you talk about you're talking about him before him getting to his prime. I mean, uh, he'd have to get to probably another hundred years of living to get to a point to where words like to to where he'd be at a point to where he'd be considered to be like a Padawan in the realm of um, 
uh, of like where Sogatana was at the beginning of Clone Wars. That would be in my mind because he was about nine hundred years old, Yoda, when he died. So I'm a, I'm kind of giving him like a tenfold. I mean, really, we have no earthly idea what his timeline is set up with. But the way they kind of set it up was maybe like he's ten times what a human would be. Um, you know, maybe even more than that. But, you know, you think about, okay, so most Padawans aren't really even coming into their own until they're about 12 or 13. So you're talking about minimum 80, 90 years before you can really talk about him becoming something, like, really legitimate. So really it's about who he's going to meet, how are they going to interact. Yeah, which uh, right now he's the link to the Jedi. And, uh, yes. Us Star Wars fans, we love lightsabers. We love uh, lightsaber battles. I know, T-Roll, you're a huge fan of the lightsaber battles. I do enjoy the lightsaber battles, So uh, let's uh, use him, I guess, at, for right now as a springboard and an introduction of more Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think kind of what the path we're going to take him with right now is he the, – the path to get to the Jedi will be almost like a – I think it's going to be almost like a red herring. I think what it is mm-hmm. is to actually get you to Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. So I think there's going to be like he, he's going to be maybe searching for a Jedi. Do you think that uh, that uh, Ahsoka and Baby Yoda could have kind of like the Jedi link that Rey and uh, uh, Kylo had in the the new sequel trilogy? Like, do you think that they're kind of drawn to each other because obviously Baby Yoda's strong in the Force now, yeah. and she is Force sensitive as well. I mean, I think that's a possibility. I was thinking more of the idea of. You know, Ahsoka does is there's rumors somewhere in this one area of Jedi like abilities, and the Mandalorian takes Yoda to that area because he is trying to find the Baby Yoda's people. Gotcha. It's kind of more what I was thinking okay. of. You know that that kind of an idea. Many directions we can go with this. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's nobody nobody's gonna be right because I'm sure Disney and uh, their crew over there has a, a storyline in place. It's for been that. airtight too. Yeah, uh, which they did a great job keeping Baby Yoda from us until he yeah. premiered in nobody episode saw one. Him. Yeah, and he swept the world by storm. So yeah. uh, broke we'll the internet. That what's night. gonna happen with season two? What will break the internet? Uh, there's a lot. Go- there's a lot of speculation there, but uh, we'll never truly know until next week. Yep. And episode one premieres. So we start unraveling. How about this? How many? Here's a specific question I have for you guys. How many John Favre um, montages are we going to see? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm hoping at least one. But oh, uh, we'll get at least one. Yeah. <laughs> Please, that's easy. That's yeah. easy money right there. It is easy money. I was going to go over under two and a half. Ooh. Mm. My gut's telling me three. Yeah. My gut's telling me three. I'm th- I was thinking three, too. Yeah. So. Let's do it, man. Let's rock and roll on that. <laughs> it was just so, a thought yeah. I had. All right, man. That's a good thought. I like it. Uh, yep. John Favreau, uh, I mean, he he whiffed on Lion King, but he's done uh, some good things uh, yeah. with he's Disney. Been, he's been a solid director. Uh, he, he brought us Iron Man. He brought us Iron Man. Yep. Uh, the Jungle Book was, I, I thought Jungle Book was actually a really good live action I've been watching it a lot more recently with my son. Uh, he's obsessed with those movies, uh, with uh, Lion King and Jungle Book, and Jungle Book is actually really good. So, mm. uh, but yeah, let's bring it on, man. Let's Mandalorian season two. Let's do it. Season two. Let's get wild. All right, let's kind of close shop here because I'm sure we're all ready to go to bed. Um, had a good time chat with you guys. As Justin said, we will be back next week to do a episode review of. I guess I don't know if they're calling it Chapter One like they did 
in season one. I'm sure it's going to be chapter nine. I'm sure. Oh, chapter yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, so. I guess that makes more sense. Okay. Unless this is a second book, then it's chapter one again. Okay. So bite me, Justin. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the first episode of season two, we'll find out what what it's called, <laughs> and we will do a review of it. So uh, once again, please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Please tell your friends about this podcast because you know in your heart of hearts that it's the best podcast on the planet. So, Shamata, you going to say something? Yeah. I mean, you guys need something to talk about. You know, it'll bring you guys closer together. Spread the love. Spread the love, man. All right, let's close it up here for my good friends Sandy and Shimato. This is T-Roll saying thank you so much for once again listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.